alien spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. Deception Podcast, your weekly dose of conspiracy theory bullshit. Uh, my name is Cody, and I'm joined by my pal Phil. How are you? Doing good, Cody. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. I uh, we got to give the weekly weather report. Um, it's raining and depressing as per usual. Um, how is how's the weather in Arizona? It's uh, it's cold and windy. Uh, it's a bit dusty outside, so I've been inside most of the day. <laughs> I don't even know what dust looks like, so I guess that's something. You know what? I wanted to actually ask you, like, how far do you live from Roswell? Um, I live, okay, so I live in the middle of the state of Arizona in Phoenix. Um, you, God, how far was it? I would say it's about a nine-hour drive. God damn. Um, I've driven through there four times um, on my when I used to live in uh, Clovis, New Mexico, and I was visiting my mom and my family out here in Arizona. I drove through there. Man, I was like, if I come visit you sometime this year or whatever, I was like, God, I wonder if we could just drive to Corona or Roswell or whatever and see the UFO. I think it's the UFO Museum, right? Yeah, I've uh, I've stopped there, but it was actually I had to stop to grab um some clothes on my way there because i had forgotten <laughs> some clothes in my bag i was in a hurry right after work i just ran out so i had to stop there to grab some clothes <laughs> it's literally the only civilization between um like roswell and arizona there's no other like big cities so oh really well there's albuquerque but you don't want to stop in albuquerque <laughs> what if i want to get some nice blue meth yeah, I mean, if you need some, if you need some meth, then Albuquerque is <laughs> definitely your one-stop shop. But uh, uh, Roswell's pretty cool. I mean, I did eat at the uh, the UFO-shaped McDonald's, so that's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. I gotta say, Phil, for some reason, I'm not incredibly surprised that you'd be the one person to go clothing shopping in Roswell, New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop for fucking jeans and shit, you know? Like <laughs> I feel ya. I feel ya. Yeah. It well, happens to the best of us. Oh, well, that's kinda like some of my things in my bucket list that I wanna accomplish is like visiting some of these weird sites, some of these weird uh hotels. There's a lot of like haunted locations I really wanna stay in. Um, I wanna see Roswell. I don't really know. Let's say other UFO spots in the United States, like obviously Roswell is the biggest one. I wonder what some other, if they have any other tourist sites, do you know of? Well, you want to go to Tombstone because you yep, want to see yep. the Birdcage Theater. Yep. Um, I, I, I've been there once. I've never been there for their night ghost tour, which I kind of do want to see. Um, I was sick as shit that day. So we literally, like I almost passed out while we were down <laughs> in the silver mine. Yeah, I definitely want to do that when I come there because regardless if anything happens or not, it's kind of like the the experience sounds amazing because was it last year I checked off the Queen Mary off my bucket list, which is supposedly a extremely haunted boat. You Have you seen it? Have you like seen it up close at all? Uh, where is it at? I It's in... It's in California. It's southern LA. I don't remember the name of it. It might be Long Beach, Long Beach, California, possibly. When I was in tech school, um, I actually went to Long Beach. Um, we were me and some of my friends were hanging out, but I don't remember seeing. Uh, it's obviously huge, you know the the whole area there. So there's so much to see. I don't think I've seen it. Well, like I've heard about the Queen Mary, obviously, but then once you like drive up to it. Like, the scope of this ship is unreal. Like, I feel like I've never seen a water vessel that fucking large before. Like, it's insane. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was, like, so those those old ships, like the Titanic, uh, the Queen Mary, like, they were so big. The weird thing is, 
they showed like I saw this. Uh, they were talking on an internet site, and like apparently these new cruise ships that they've got are like way bigger than the old Titanic was. Really? But yeah, I mean, for most people, it would have been the biggest ship that they ever seen, especially when they were like originally made. But I, I, I would love to go see that. That'd be cool. I think one of the main things about when you actually walk into it is just like how old it is and the craftsmanship. That's all over the, sh- you know, the decor in the ship and stuff. It's just like, it's really weird to see. I'm sure they've remodeled it a little bit, but just the architecture is just amazing in that thing. Now, I have to ask, when you were on your Queen Mary tour, did you see or hear <laughs> any ghostly entities? They took us through the ship when it was like pitch black, right? So, like, you feel kind of eerie in some spots and you'll hear like weird dings and dongs and whatever. The one spot that I thought, okay, maybe there was two spots. We were going down in the engine room, and he was giving a tour, and all of a sudden you heard, like, the front door open and slam, and we were the only tour going on. So the guy went to the front door, and nobody was there, obviously. I don't know if that was paranormal or somebody just happened to be in there. And the second spot was where a guy, it's around the engine room, There's like a big steel door, right? Like your typical one with the hatch on it. And apparently some guy got smushed in between it and died there. And we were all chilling and we're starting to leave. And all of a sudden there's a super loud bang, like right, right in that area. And I don't know where it came from. It could have been just the ship, you know, warping or whatever, but it was kind of spooky. We're literally just leaving. It's like this loud ass bang right in that spot where that dude got squished in the door. So it's kind of neat, but I, I don't know if I'd say it was paranormal or not. It's definitely spooky just because of how old it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be a really cool. Well, obviously, I like history and old things. So it'd be really cool to see that part, too. But it's uh, well, I think you can walk around the ship for free, but you have to pay for the tours, I believe. Yeah, that's pretty usual for those kind of things. Like the specialty things always cost more. But <laughs> I mean, could you imagine if you were on that tour with some, you know, pimple faced teenager tour guide <laughs> and all of a sudden you saw like the dude who got squished, like looking like a side of beef, just like hanging out, you know? <laughs> yeah. Your tour guide shits his pants and quits <laughs> on, the, on the site. <laughs> well, according obviously you'd never know if the tour guide's full of shit or not, but according to that guy, he started there and he was skeptical. He didn't think anything, there's no such thing as ghosts, paranormal, any of that shit. And now he's like a full believer and he had all these cool stories. Like you go from room, room to room and then he tells you about all of the stories that people have reported within each room and stuff. So it's kind of neat. Yeah, as you know, I'm a little bit skeptical, so <laughs> I believe that they're probably paying him just enough to believe. So, <laughs> I could, I mean, that very well could be. I think that's why I like, I want to go see all these places. It's like I just want to see if I have my own personal experiences or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, the birdcage was pretty cool because the tour that you get for free is uh, basically just you see the bullet holes in the wall and everything. <laughs> but it would be funny if like all of a sudden. Cresco Theater turned into one of those like haunted tour type things because I've never been down in the bowels. So uh, I think I have once, but uh, did I ever tell you the story when I had to do community service there and they locked me in there by myself because I had to clean all all of the little uh, metal bolts in between all of the seats. I was there by myself and I was cleaning on the upstairs balcony. And, like, the projection room is just pitch black, and it's just, like, really spooky. I I know it's more of just a creepy feeling, but the theater, I think, is over 100 years old, ain't it? Yeah, it is. It's super old, and supposedly, like, the underneath part where the actors used to, like, basically set up and walk around in is supposed to be extremely haunted, so. Hmm. Uh. Well, well, I'm sure eventually that theater will probably die out, because I can't imagine... They only get movies that are like three months past the release date, so. Yeah, I'm sure that they're just getting Infinity Wars now. (laughs) It's funny you say that because that's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) But uh, anyway, Phil, let's uh, let's dive in today's story. Um, I hear you got a real banger for us. I don't know what it is, obviously, so I'm just as curious as the audience will be so far away. 
Yeah, so today I kind of wanted to get away from history. Uh, I've been doing that a couple times. <laughs> so uh, today's episode is going to be on targeted individuals. Mm. Now, have you ever heard of this conspiracy theory? Um, No, I actually I don't think I have. All right, well, targeted individuals believe that either a government entity or some sort of non-government organization or corporation is tracking their every movement and or is harassing or torturing them through means of directed energy weapons using <laughs> either microwaves, lasers, or particle beams. <laughs> you know what? Um, are you familiar with Eileen Warnos? No, I'm not. <laughs> so she's like one of the most famous female serial killers. And when she was on death row, she started claiming that <laughs> there was magnets in her jail cell that was crushing her skull or something like that and that that the police were allowing her to kill people just to set her up to arrest her later obviously she was crazy but uh that just the project the the weapons you just stated kind of reminded me of her yeah let's just say that there have been targeted individuals before there was ever <laughs> a conspiracy like four targeted individuals well, like it's uh, it's really interesting. I mean, this theory, we were talking about how many people believe that they're involved in different conspiracy theories, obviously every week, but mm. this one is super small. It's maybe there was a New York Times article that stated there was just over 10,000 on earth Wow, who believe that they are targeted individuals. Okay. Now, is this different than gang stalking? No, this is. Gang stalking is a part of this. Okay. All right. Because I've heard of gang stalking before. I've heard a few stories, but I haven't heard of targeted individuals. Yeah. So the people who believe that they are being gang stalked are the targeted individuals. Okay. So it's just a different name for it. Okay. It has a few different names. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is a, this is a fascinating subject. I hope you bring up uh, Scientology in this. No, I'm not uh, not bringing up Scientology. They actually target individuals. If you watch uh, Leah Remini's series, there. Uh, if you are or think that you are being targeted by Scientology, then you are actually probably 100% correct because they do that shit. Well, th see, that's one of the first places I heard of it because apparently they use the same tactics to like where you can kind of legally torture somebody. You know what I mean? harass them yes they, and it's hard they to catch find, you they find loopholes around i've i know yeah the science how they find these loopholes and then they harass people mm, right anyway um why don't you continue on with your conspiracy here yeah so uh the reasoning for this harassment is varied and changes with every single case and the victims of this targeted harassment come from all around the world uh north and south america europe and asia and Basically, um, like I told you before, just over 10,000. So with every single one of those 10,000, uh, they believe it's either a different organization or someone they know. Uh, it can vary to anything. Hmm. I'm, I find it kind of funny you didn't list Russia in there. Well, Russia is part of Europe and Asia. Yeah, I suppose so you're right. I suppose you're right. Yeah, I suppose – if you were living in Russia and you thought that the Russian government was actually trying to harass you, you might want to leave the country because they're real, they're real good. <laughs> I was just going to say, it sounds like another day in Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you win the lottery. What do I win? Oh, you win a little bit of poison in your tea, some palladium. <laughs> this uh, theory, I'm going to – well, basically for the conspiracy theories, I'm going to start off um, – just by telling you kind of what uh, these individuals think um, is happening to them. RFID chips. Have you ever heard of those? I have not. Well, uh, so basically there are these little chips that you get put inside your skin. Um, they can also be put inside credit cards, uh, on your keychain. Um, I actually, at my job, I have one that... Um, is on my keychain and it links to a door that only opens with the RFID chip. Oh, okay. Okay. I think I've probably had one of these in the past, but I don't, I do have a chip credit card, but I don't know. Is that what you're saying? It's basically like the chipped uh, debit card or credit cards. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's like that too. They have, uh, they have many uses. They come in many different sizes. 
So they believe that there's these little grain of rice size RAFD chips implanted against their will into some part of their body. Normally it's in the hand or the arm or the back of the neck. Anytime that someone feels a prick, they feel like it could be an RFID chip being shot into them. So they're just literally, I could be walking down the street and I feel what could be a mosquito bite or a bee sting and that could be someone shooting a chip into me. Yeah, basically uh, that's kind of how the uh, the conspiracy goes or they might have, it might have happened to them during a doctor's appointment or while they were, you know, uh, they could have been given it to, they could have had it given into them uh, at a party or something without them even knowing it. <laughs> well, that's not very nice if they're giving it to you while you're just trying to have a good time at a party. Yeah, I mean, it's not the worst thing that could happen to you at a party. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's plenty worse, yeah. Yeah. So some of these individuals also believe that these RFD chips are causing them to hear voices, give them mm. illnesses, or to even experience false realities, such as seeing visions or hearing voices. Well, you basically have described a schizophrenic person at this point, Phil. Yeah, I mean, right now we're in the theory that this is possibly true, but I mean, mm. I'll get to all these other theories later, but <laughs> it's no, it's I very when you hear when you hear the medical occurrences that cause for, uh, are caused from these RFID chips or directed energy weapons, you do start to see some signs. So, well, the the interesting point, obviously we're not too far too deep into it right now, but like when I hear those little implants like the rice size implants, I hear a lot of that on like those alien implant claims you know what i mean yes yep okay that's exactly uh i mean it's a different theory but it's pretty close mm. he believed that during these medical experiments they're being implanted with future technology from these aliens and uh mm. it's tracking their movement it's um uh, sending back data uh all of those things well, I can tell you what, guys, I'm getting that treatment at work and I don't even have a chip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I should say really quick that um, for believing that they have an RFID chip, RFID chip, and that uh, they're being tracked, uh, this is a common symptom, but it's not found in every single case. So I, I don't want to generalize because I said there was a lot of different experiences. So mm, okay, all right. So uh, before we go any further, do you, what is do you know what RFID stands for? Uh, I I believe it is. I read it this morning. Radio frequency identification. Okay, all right. I guess it kind of makes sense then. So the next thing is um, a part of the conspiracy of these targeted individuals. They believe that there is uh, something called directed energy weapons. Have you ever heard of those? I cannot. All I ever think about when I hear energy weapons is like Halo or Fallout. Yeah, so in real life, they actually do have what you might call directed energy weapons that use microwaves, um, high-intensity lasers, that sort of thing. So other uh, targeted individuals, they believe that the trouble is not really coming from the chip, but rather an outside attack. By these directed energy weapons. Okay. And this is, yeah, so this is also known as electronic harassment. Hmm. And they use like some sort of electromagnetic, electromagnetic radiation um, to cause their symptoms or diseases or whatever is happening to them. So, so you're saying these weapons actually do exist though, right? Well, the, so the term directed energy weapons does exist, okay. uh, at least in theory or there might be some prototypes out there. They're basically these high energy laser weapons, hmm. which are which are real. I mean, they they do have these weapons, but the kind of weapons that the that exists in the, the conspiracies aren't necessarily real. Okay. 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 I think I follow what you're saying. Yeah. So they believe uh, that the symptoms and diseases that are caused by these high energy weapons um, are headaches migraines, insomnia, bloodshot eyes, reoccurring cold and flu, and even more serious ailments such as heart attacks, stroke, incontinence, impotence, autism, cancer, and heart disease. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Basically, every like um, warning you hear on a drug ad, you've just yeah, listened to. Yeah, pretty there. much. <laughs> 
So these weapons are clearly made by the Pfizer. Who is it? Pfizer. Pfizer. Uh, pill oh, the company. Pfizer organization. Yep. <laughs> Purdue Pharmaceutical. They're just trying to get the fucking numbers up. <laughs> Hear about it all the time. <laughs> what's the What's the really asshole one? Vanguard. Is that oh one? yeah, that's yeah. uh yeah. I heard about them. Ugh, fucking assholes. Anyway, okay, so it's kind of, what I'm following right now is it's kind of strange. Like the implants are different than energy weapons, right? Like they they don't because you're saying because they have the implant, they are not like tracking them, so they're able to use the energy weapons on them. That's not what you're saying. They're just strictly using the energy weapons on them to torment them. Well, here's uh here's kind of the thing. So a lot of people believe that they have this RFID chip and that it's um, causing these symptoms. But some people believe that there's these high energy weapons um, that are affecting, causing all of their problems. Some people believe that there is both. So they believe that the RFID chip is tracking them and the high energy weapons from outer space are causing all of these horrible things to happen to them. So they're not even like shooting them from ground level. They're shooting them from outer space. Well, this though, like I said, there is every single person who is suffering from this okay. has a different theory. So some of them believe that it's coming from outer space. Some of them believe that it's coming from their neighbor's garage, <laughs> from their where the the company that they work. They believe it's coming from there. It's just whoever you want to blame. That's okay. where it's coming from. Well, I'll tell you what. If I was one of these people, I'm definitely blaming my neighbor, and you know exactly why, don't you, Phil? Oh yeah, fat fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Well, outside of his weight, he's just a straight-up fucking asshole. Yeah. You people don't know this guy, but they need to castrate his whole fucking line. <laughs> it's just bad. I don't think anybody's sleeping with him anytime soon. <laughs> well, just in case the accident does happen. But. If we have some men in black shooting energy weapons, please shoot them at my neighbor immediately. <laughs> <laughs> So once again, I'm just going to say this really quick. Not necessarily uh, all of the victim experience these problems or symptoms um, in this conspiracy, but I don't want to generalize. So Mm. I'll just say that one more time. So there's um, really like a large internet community that follows this. Um, There are many forums to be found on the internet and even meetups are held for targeted individuals in real life, which offer support for um, targeted individuals uh, but most importantly, a sympathetic ear mm. and uh, someone to believe you. So it's really important. You know what? Everybody needs a support group. I can get down with that. Yeah. So uh, here are some of the support groups on Meetup that mm-hmm. I found for targeted individual groups. Mm. And you'll notice that there's a um, kind of a reoccurring theme with the numbers. <laughs> okay. So there's... The number one largest in the country is the Houston Targeted Individuals um, Organization. Houston's a pretty large city, right? Right. It's in the, out in Texas, large state, 91 members. Wow. New York City Targeted Individual Meetup, 57 members. That's a very big city. Yeah, very big city, not a very large group. There's also Are You a Victim of Electronic Harassment or Group Stalking in Seattle, USA, 48 members. Okay. These uh, So these all get smaller and smaller. The smallest two are, this one's a favorite of mine, Christ for Targeted Individuals, 21 members in Fort Worth, USA, and the Hawthorne Electronic Harassment Meetup, <laughs> only five members. So. Oh, that's kind of sad. I like the Christ one. At least they're like, at least you immediately know what their solution to your problem is. <laughs> They're giving you Jesus Christ. Well, at least you know what they're not blaming. They're not blaming their local church as the the reason they're being targeted. Let's let's be fair, though, Phil. Technically, Jesus was a targeted individual. That is true. And I will get into that theory uh, (laughs) a little later on. But so (laughs) I'm going to get into the um, the not the uh, the less nice portion of this. Mm. podcast for the targeted individuals so i'm going to toss a little disclaimer out there so i'll read this quick before i get started if you stumbled on this video because you think that you may be an individual targeted either by the government or some other c organization or corporation go ahead 
Subscribe to the Subliminal Deception podcast, leave us a five-star review, and maybe even listen to a different episode of the podcast. Episode 2, The Reptilians, is very popular right now. Maybe also think about some professional psychiatric help. <laughs> really nice people are out there wanting to give you help for reasonable prices. So Perfect. Yep. And for the rest of us, let's just flip the coin and say that these people might not be the victims of electronic harassment. Here are some other theories that possibly... Uh, may be true. And some of these I've found on the internet. Some of these I kind of made up myself. Okay. <laughs> Fire away. So have you ever heard of anyone hearing voices uh, in their head and it turning out to be a true thing? Um. Well, I mean, technically no, but how would you prove that? So there have been cases where dental work is believed to have caused people to hear music and talk radio inside of their head. Uh, basically with the metal, metal material in their mouth, causing the sound vibrations and them hearing it in their ear. That almost makes me wonder if they're, they're like, I was like, is there something in your mouth that's connected to your brain somehow besides nerves? Yeah, so basically the dental work inside your mouth, like say if you had like a metal bridge in your mouth or it, Possibly could also be caused by um, little bits of filling that have broken loose and are stuck in your teeth and rattling around, oh. uh, causing the sound waves. Your your mouth and your ear canals are very close together. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Also, so this – what's that? I was going to say, all I feel like I ever experienced because I literally had a filling done like two weeks ago and all I remember is tasting – like licking a fucking battery afterwards. Yeah. So I remember when I used to get the metal <clears throat> fillings and um, little, little, uh, it would almost like stick to your tongue, like that taste for a while. Mm. Now I get all ceramic fillings and I can taste that ceramic in my mouth. <laughs> and little, little bits do break off and I like, they, they're really crunchy. So, <laughs> but you don't think someone's singing a melody in your head. No, I've never heard like voices or music in my head that weren't attributed to alcohol. So, <laughs> so this myth was actually featured on the show Mythbusters, and it came back with the verdict of possible. The most famous case is uh, you know who Lucille Ball is, right? I, I believe so. I definitely heard the name. I love Lucy. Oh yes, yes. So she actually claimed to have had this happen to her, where. Um, it might have also been a comedy bit, but she claims that uh, she heard voices in her head and the belief was that it could have possibly came from some shoddy dental work. So, Okay, so it's not that they think the dentist is installing some sort of something in their teeth. It's that that could be a reason why people believe that they're hearing voices in their head. That then leads them to believe that either they have a chip or it's an energy weapon being targeted at them. Yeah, I mean, we all, if you're our age, you probably have 25, 30-year-old fillings in your mouth and they just eventually start breaking apart. Right. Or it could just be a bad job of, you know, putting a bridge in or filling a tooth. So a poor, okay. a badly constructed cap could also cause this, so... So did you watch what the Mythbusters did, like how they actually made it seem like it was making songs in your head or whatever? I read about it and they – how did they do it? They set up an experiment where they had um, they had like what was supposed to represent teeth and something rattling in between them. And they – it did produce sound. So hmm. – Interesting. Yeah. I didn't actually watch it. I just read the read – the, uh, report from it so okay 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 i think I, I think i follow what you're saying all right so the next theory that i have uh kind of goes in a little bit more of the supernatural so another explanation could involve the exist the extensive history of people throughout the world who have claimed to have been visited by supernatural entities that give them messages or visions that they believe are meant to propel civilization forward so you're not you're not saying like aliens. You're talking more like ghosts, demons, angels, things like yeah, that, right? That's exactly what I'm talking about. So they could have either been visited by, as you, said, ghosts, demons, angels, uh, any other mythical entities that they believed in. Um, okay. Gods, 
gods from whatever civilization or part <laughs> of the world that they came from. So in recent times, though, aliens have picked up the slack for most of these supernatural entities because um, that's kind of the popular thing in pop culture right now. Yeah, that's right. So basically, for these people who believe that they're targeting individuals, these could just be the same situations that have been reported for millennia, but with a new tech twist. So even though they could be being visited from these same supernatural entities, they could just believe instead of, uh, like in the old times, they would have believed that some god was talking to them. But nowadays, you think that possibly your neighbor is spying on you using RFID chips and directed energy weapons. Okay. So you're saying kind of like we said last week where people's how they remember seeing UFOs changes based on the time period that they're from. This could be the same thing from how people believed or how people are perceiving the messages that they're receiving or supposed messages that they're receiving, right? Yeah, I should say that I don't actually believe in any of like <laughs> how I'm saying. I I just realized that this came off like I'm saying that this is actually possible, but I mean it is. Anything's possible, especially in a conspiracy. <clears throat> but um, you got to keep an really, open mind in the conspiracy world, Phil. Yeah, I know I got to keep an open mind. Well, say it's aliens. Say aliens have been doing this to human beings for thousands of years. Instead of believing that it's a ghost, a demon, or an angel, they believe that it's something a little bit more earthly. Something more plausible than aliens or demons or angels. What the hell would be on Earth that would be talking to you? The goddamn CIA, that's what. <laughs> you know the real devils in the world. Yeah, we got to watch our numbers. We're starting to pop up. They're going to come after us. And... <laughs> going to come shut us down. If the FCC shut us down, I'd be, that'd be awesome. Oh, we'd blow up if the FCC shut us down. <laughs> that'd be great. I don't think they care. <laughs> I actually don't think they can monitor or they can't do anything about uh, podcasts, I don't think. Yeah, it's not really regulated yet, so I'm sure they're trying to figure out a way. I think that's kind of why they always refer to podcasts as almost like the Wild West of freedom of speech um, on the internet right now, kind of. Yeah, I mean, it might be the last vestige, really, but That's a good point. So... so Oh, go ahead. Oh, what I was going to finish off that one with. Um, so these actually do kind of follow the same old scripts that for millennia, um, religious organizations or political entities have like kind of used to you've heard them in like oral histories and everything like that from hearing voices, seeing visions, uh, having false realities kind of thrusted upon them. Uh, mostly the feeling that they are more important than other people realize. Uh, it yeah. kind of follows the whole same thing if you really look at it. I mean, when you when you say that that it's been going on forever, it kind of reminds me of if people say they have visions or they're prophets or you know what I mean, like they're receiving message from a higher power. I mean, that shit's all throughout the Bible and stuff. Oh yeah, it's all. I mean, basically every oral history of every civilization has these crazy kind of sightings or crazy visions or vision quests or whatever you want to call it they all have it so <laughs> shout I out mean, to a lot of it mushrooms but you know <laughs> shout out to adam's favorite movie vision quest <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> have you seen that no i haven't i felt like i have just because i've heard so much about it but <laughs> <laughs> some weird high school wrestling movie I, I don't know but uh anyway continue yeah so i was uh Really, with a lot of those old vision quests, I mean, the old seeing a god or seeing an angel, um, this could just be, like I said before, the brand new theory that takes over what aliens used to be. Hmm, that's a good point. So you're saying people aren't blaming the aliens anymore, they're blaming the government? Yeah, uh, now that people are kind of less... My little theory in it was kind of like how people are less trusting of their government now which is kind of what led to believing in aliens. Now they're totally against like these corporations, these government organizations, and they're going full thrust against them rather than against aliens. I mean, I suppose to a lot of people, technically, though, that is like the big bad in the world, the thing that you have to fear. Like an alien oh, yeah. visiting you, it seems a lot more 
calming than being called into the office of a CEO of a company. Oh, yeah. If I was called into the office of the CEO of my company, I would probably <laughs> literally shit my pants because that person like a god compared to me. So, And I think pretty highly of myself. So. See? So that leads right to the point that they're the new scary monster in the world. The big bad. That's yeah. true. The oligarchy. What is it? The oligarchy? Is that what they call the uh, corporate ran world? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, shit. The leader of a corporation, the CEO or the chairman of the board, they're more powerful than a king used to be. I mean, if you really think about it with how much technology we have now and how much uh, kind of the, the pull that they have on the world's strings. I mean, a king was able to kill you. CEO is able to ruin your life. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good point. Look at Martha Stewart. Oh, yeah, the most evil of all. <laughs> no, I'm saying, uh, think of Enron. They threw her under the uh, under the table to save their own asses. How was that? She was more used as a scapegoat for the rest of the company, and she took most of the, the blame for it, and the, uh, the other people got away scot-free, apparently. Are you saying Martha Stewart took the blame for Enron? Yeah. Really? I'll have to look that one up. I did. I... I'm not, I wouldn't uh, put that on my deathbed, but I'm just saying that I've heard that before a few times. Like, okay. she was. I'll have to look up that conspiracy. That sounds pretty good. I don't even know if it's a conspiracy. I think it's, like, true. Because think about what happened there. She's the only one who got in trouble for Enron. Right. And I just heard that she was, like, the. They threw her under the table to take the blame, and then everybody else got off scot free. Did she get consumer tr or insider trading? Insider trading, happened? yeah. And she got basically went to a prison slash vacation home for what, three years or something? Oh, yeah. Well, any oligarch, any rich person goes, you know where they go to. <laughs> it's the same place that that fucker uh, Trump's lawyer is going to. He's going to like Club Fed up in northern <laughs> New York State. I think that's where Lindsay Lohan went too. She got yeah, busted for something. Nice it's like, uh, okay, this looks like nicer than most people live in their normal lives. Yeah. I, I mean, the the things that they have at those places, we're getting off topic. Fucking way out of nowhere. But <laughs> they have like, it's so nice at those places. It's still prison, but they have no cells. They have like decent food, like tennis instructors all of this like really good shit that like normal people if a normal if if me or you stole a candy bar we're going to fucking you know fuck you in the ass prison mm -hmm. but these people go to like super nice ritzy rich people prison i know that's the sad part you go to prison or you're charged based on how much money you make what, definitely what oh, lawyer yeah. you can get all of that if you steal $5, you're going to real prison. If you steal $5 million, you're going to super soft prison. That's the crazy <laughs> thing, too. I know, I'll never understand that. but uh, That's true. Anyway, uh, continue on with your story, Phil. All right. So my next theory is that, of course, it is all true. And the CIA is really after you. Your neighbor's dog really is putting words into your head. Uh, it's all happening to you. So that's my next theory, that this actually could be true, because there is some pretty crazy NSA, CIA kind of covert shit out there. I mean, think about uh, MK Ultra. Right. Like 70 years ago, they would have thought that that was crazy. Now it's we pretty much know that most of it's true. That's a good point. Well, it's funny that, like I we said at the beginning of the episode, I've never actually heard of this be, been called targeted individuals before. When I've heard of it referred to as gang stalking, and maybe there is a slight difference in between the two. Like, every time I've heard gang stalking, they'll, like, say say someone's gang stalking you, Phil. You'll be sitting there, you'll get a phone call, and nobody will be on. You're saying hello, hello, and then you just hear breathing. Okay, you hang it up, and they keep doing that over and over and over at, like, certain periods in the day to, like, trick you into thinking that someone is fucking with you even though you don't have proof anybody's doing it doing it or like they'll leave a coffee cup on the front of your front door every day at 9 a.m so every time mm. you open that door that cup's laying there and you have no idea what like why is that there you know what i mean you're like tricking people into thinking they're crazy yeah or you know even worse somebody knocks up your wife and you have no <laughs> idea who it was or 
Oh man! Somebody I... shit in my pants. <laughs> what the hell? That, okay, that was the greatest line from last week's Game of Thrones. <laughs> me, me, and Shayna were dying laughing at that. Oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> but um, so did you see any of that? Like what I was talking about, along with this, or or maybe targeted individuals as something completely different than uh, gang stalking, or like the method that they're using. I saw it all kind of in the same, uh, it was basically all in the same realm as like gang stalking was basically what's happening to these targeted individuals. So um, I didn't really see any separate forums for gang stalking. Okay. Um, I do know that it it involves like a use of private investigators, harassers. um, They were talking about basically what Scientology does. They hire people to fuck with you. Yeah, to make it make you seem like you're going crazy, right? Kind of like tricking you. You might be completely sane, but they're doing it to try to make you be convinced that you're going crazy or something. I know that Scientology, what they supposedly, allegedly, I don't want to have my fucking house hit by a lightning <laughs> The squirrel ball, hunters. But yeah, <laughs> supposedly they, what they'll do is they'll have a, they'll hire a group of people to harass you. And then they'll also hire someone to take photos of you. So when someone harasses you and gets you pissed off, they have photos of you going nuts. Oh, right. Okay. So so say somebody's walking by you and they spill searing hot coffee on your crotch. And then when you get pissed off, they'll have someone else taking video of you all pissed off. And then it's like, oh, look at this psycho. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, I know they do that kind of shit. Okay, so... Back to your theory here about allegedly. It, <laughs> back to your theory here that it could be like the CIA or FBI or whatever. So I could say this, if my personal opinion, I could definitely see one of the government organizations doing this to maybe a particular person. I don't know if they have some have some weird fucking energy gun or whatever, but um, I could see them targeting at one person now i don't know about ten thousand people i could see maybe one person who is like of high importance to them or something like that or saw something they weren't supposed to see or have information that could lead to something bigger happen see that that could be too but i think in the conspiracy world a lot of the thinking now is like you just you just put the information out there and nobody's gonna believe you anyway that is true. I feel like that ever, like, if you take, now this is kind of conspiracy in a conspiracy, but if you if you think about Roswell, right, they basically just laid all of that shit out for everybody to see, then they try to pull back from it, and everyone believes that aliens are there, or they crash there, but they can just say they didn't do it and just let people keep believing whatever they want and it doesn't really matter because some people are going to believe it some are not going to believe it it's like it's like hiding in plain sight kind of you know what i mean oh i see what you mean kind of like how well kind of what i think of that like roswell is they almost used aliens as a cover for their secret technology research mm, that could be i mean that's that's always kind of how i thought of it but see i when i was thinking about it it's just like they they don't really necessarily have to hide that stuff because even if someone claims that they've seen something, most of the time other people aren't going to believe them anyway. And then they just sound like a crazy person even if they really did see something. You know what I mean? Oh, I get you. Kind of like that uh, Dulce base in New Mexico. Right. That guy who went down there and fought in the war and got his fingers blown off. <laughs> okay, right. I get you now. Yeah. So, yeah, like maybe he was really there. But the general public's just going to think he's a crazy guy. Yeah. I sp- well, that is actually – I didn't really think about that, but my mind didn't really take it to there. But <laughs> well, that, it, I only know that because I've heard that on so many other like conspiracy shows or like shows about aliens. And it's a pretty smart tactic for the government if it actually exists. That is true. Just throw you out there. Almost like you're thrown out on stage, unprepared. You just look like you're a rambling fool. (laughs) Yeah. Because if if you think about it, what you've said right now, this whole story about people believing they have implants and they're targeted and all this, technically, if they were doing it to them, 
they could be saying all the stuff and like me and you are sitting here right now probably thinking like these guys have some sort of mental illness that's the first thing that came to my mind not that they're actually being targeted by somebody yeah if you're a fan of this show you know exactly where this is going but (laughs) (laughs) yeah so basically the last thing i was gonna say was that these all could be elaborate pranks done from uh like say it's you have a personal enemy say you maybe pissed off an organization or a company and there's just someone who's coming after you it's just one person uh this might be some asshole that you you know maybe you dented his car or fucked his girlfriend and he's just you know pulling little pranks on you like you were talking about before with the gang stalking like maybe running over your mailbox or setting a coffee cup on your front ta- uh front porch something like that yeah i mean i could say, i mean i feel like you'd have to be quite a sadistic fuck to want to torture someone this fucking bad but uh I oh mean, i could see it i mean i could see like we were talking about earlier i could definitely see like some really rich dude who's like destroy them for me oh yeah like in that movie dirty work when he uh, <laughs> yeah. so the boss of the boss of that organization's like by the end of the day i want him homeless <laughs> carless jobless and hairless like and then a few scenes later you see that guy like no hair sitting on the side of the uh sitting up against that building like homeless we should throw this out there very underrated movie dirty oh work. yeah dirty work it's very great. underrated it's got um what's his name mitch can never think of his fucking name mitch norm mcdonald oh norm and... mcdonald and the guy who does a lot of cocaine Oh, shit, Artie. the guy whose nose is all fucked up. Yeah. Hardy Lang. Hardy Lang, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the dad from that movie is great, too. My favorite part was when Norm MacDonald is driving the car, and Artie Lang is in the passenger seat. And he's like, oh, here we come. Here's a line. And then Artie Lang pulls his pants down, and then Norm MacDonald stops and gets out. That's the greatest part <laughs> yeah. of that movie. Oh, I like um, – who's the, who's the mean guy who runs the theater? He's like a really famous old comedian. I can't think of his name. He played Shooter McGavin in happy gilmore no 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 no. the guy who runs the movie theater the bald guy he's always plays like an angry guy who insults the shit out of everybody he just died this year i don't remember what his name is but he's fucking hilarious the the part where he's like hey why don't you go find a horse and you and him move in the mountains and quit bothering everybody (laughs) 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 oh that's good Oh, I can't think of his fucking name. That guy's funny as shit, though. Rest in peace, brother. Yeah, it was great. Okay, <laughs> so uh, how much validity do you put into some rich person or some vengeful person doing this to another human being? Um, Pretty low, but I mean, for a few of these cases, it could be possible. But for most of them, almost nothing. Like I said, all, all these cases are completely different. There's over 10,000 people. Uh, who believe that they're being afflicted by this. So some of them could be just being fucked with. There are evil people in the world who would do this to people. So, Yeah, man, there'd be a lot of energy to keep this ruse going, though. I'll say that. You'd have to be one vengeful son of a bitch. Just think of those people who do, like, the catfishing thing on the internet. (laughs) They keep that bullshit up for years. Yeah, but that's... You're doing that over the internet. You don't really need to do it person to person i guess that's true might be a little bit easier to devote just a couple feel, minutes of your day i, I feel like someone targeted individuals is like a hands-on job you can't just do it over the internet and send emojis or whatever or basically just dim the lights and have like a half-assed like <laughs> skype session with them yeah where it no. almost looks like you could be a chick <laughs> instead I can, of an 800 pound dude I, I can tell you have not watched much catfish because every single show they're like have you guys ever set up like a skype session or like a uh, a google hangouts thing and they're like no they say their internet never works come on <laughs> come on that should be a red flag come on i have seen it and i've also i like the ones where the picture on the other end is always some like gorgeous either man or woman and you can tell that they love to take pictures of themselves but they're like could you send me a picture from today and they're like no i can't send you anything (laughs) you know like that person in real life probably took like eight pictures during the time of that convert it took to 
take that text message down. Yeah. And you can literally see the fucking watermark with the watermark with the photography's uh, name in the corner of every picture, too. Like, you know, it's a magazine shoot. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's a stolen fucking picture. Anyway, we're off topic again. So uh, continue on with your story, Phil. So the last thing I've got, and this is, uh, I put a lot of, I put a lot of eggs in this basket. I think you know where it's going. Mm. Uh, so finally, the last possibility is that it's all in their head and that they are placed somewhere on the very wide kind of fucking nuts spectrum. Well, basically what I was going to say is like when we were first, you first began this episode, a lot of the symptoms that you're reading out that they believe are occurring to them. Um, coming from someone with a significant amount of um, true crime psychology, I can very confidently say they are exhibiting symptoms of like paranoid schizophrenia or things like that where they think people are after them. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Um, I'm not going to actually say their names out loud because I don't think you should ever say these people's names. But <laughs> there's a lot of these mass shooters. Oh, who, yeah. Um, yeah. The ones that uh, don't either take their own wives or get shot by the police, they always report. It seems like that they either have voices in their head, maybe some entity outside of themselves told them to do this. Uh, Basically, something is driving them towards this and this part of the target individuals. But it's also a mental health thing. It seems like a lot of them suffer from either schizophrenia or some other mental illness that went basically un, uh, undiagnosed yeah. undiagnosed undiagnosed yeah. yeah like you can like i think a lot of people believe that you can only have these sort of vivid hallucinations through schizophrenia but a lot of the other mental health things like i believe bipolar you can have uh, hallucinations or think people are after you or or be just manic depression. I'm not entirely, I'm not a doctor, but obviously you don't have to have schizophrenia to be in the mindset where you become extremely paranoid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean this, uh, either from like inherited mental illness or from a head injury or drug abuse, any, anything that you can think of that causes like any kind of mental health issues, like it would explain a lot of things Mm. like, the depression, the seizures, the anything basically mentally, the insomnia, and, you know, these things that they are going through really that they claim is being caused by these otherworldly or CIA, whatever entities can easily be caused or explained by mental illness. Right. I mean, when you, like I said, when you first started listing, listing all the experiences they were having that's the very first thing that came to my head and i know i made the joke about eileen warnos in the beginning but she literally said all everything like you're saying like the police were targeting her the the state of florida was targeting her and if you watch the documentary i I believe it's called selling a serial killer or something like that um you can see she's a very very sick woman you know, she has a lot of mental problems, and it's sad that uh, Jeb Bush signed off the thing to have her executed. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really more – we're finding out how common these things are. We used to think that these were very rare among people, but a lot of this just went on undiagnosed because there were a lot of barriers for, like, the mental health treatment facilities that we have nowadays. Right. Uh the doctors didn't exactly know what was wrong. I mean, back then, the those journals for like the uh, psychiatric, psychiatric health, uh, I forgot what it, exactly what it's called. They were, I was watching a thing a couple weeks ago and they said that they used to be the size of like a pamphlet and now they're the size of like many textbooks yeah. with all of the different like descriptions of like mental health illnesses. Can you imagine too, probably in like 10 years, we're probably going to look back, probably, you know, 10, 20 years, we're going to look back and be like, oh, we thought this, but it was actually this, you know what I mean? Like, the the psychology world is ever-growing. Like, we don't really, we know about the brain, but we're still so 
there's so much we don't completely understand about the brain too i find fascinating oh yeah easily i mean especially with like how fast like technology upgrades it seems like it upgrades every single day now we're gonna think that like some of the treatments that we were using just like if you think about shock therapy back in like the 50s or lobotomies how they sound so barbaric back then that was just what was done now some of the things that we do like treating with pills or you know treating these people with surgery whatever we're doing we're gonna think that that's barbaric in 50 years so we could yeah it's uh ever-changing but now let me play devil's advocate here now what if they just want us to think these people have mental illness but they're actually being tortured and you know what I mean? Like they're just tricking us. Like it's working perfectly for whatever entity is trying to target somebody. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it could be possible <laughs> pushing the whole mental health idea. What would be the ends? Like what would what would be the what? reason for doing this, do you think? Well, like I said, if we're to believe this could be a government – I like I – the entity thing, I'm not really feeling that one. I don't even think an alien would do this to somebody. I feel like if you hear about them, they just abduct somebody and you don't even remember what they did to you. So why would they be doing all this weird shit? You know what I mean? So let's say hypothetically it's a government agency or something like that. If they were really doing this, like I said, I think they would only do it to someone who was like a high priority target to them maybe a mole maybe a spy maybe i don't know whatever else do you know what i mean yeah i see what you mean there um for the alien part of it i do think that they would do it to normal people just to see like kind of like how you might um Basically, if you had a zoo and you were trying to see how, like, if you had a cage full of monkeys and you maybe changed <laughs> one little thing to see how he's react, that might be, you know, might be why they're doing it. They're just seeing how the monkeys react. That is, know? that's a very good point. Stimuli. That's a very good point. I suppose if you do it to one human in a uh, jungle of a whole bunch of them. Then you get the best results for whatever they want to test on you. You know what I mean? So maybe, I guess. And the thing with the government, I mean, this is one of my least favorite um, conspiracy theories. But there is the false flag theories about the school shootings. Some people believe that these uh, school shootings are being caused when almost like you you make a Manchurian candidate from just a normal person and then you just drive them insane until they go shoot up a school or go shoot up a theater or a concert. Yeah. I think we talked about this a little bit in one of the previous episodes. I, I absolutely hate that conspiracy because I just, I think you're just making an excuse uh, for a person who's probably very sick and very you know sadistic or whatever they have very nefarious plans to perform almost like you what's that oh i'm just saying they just like i i don't want to make an excuse for their nefarious plans of shooting up a school or shooting up wherever like that's i don't want to just be like oh that's just the government doing it to them it's these people are doing it yeah it wouldn't be a very good thing to actually push like the horrible thing that they did off onto like some shady government organization, you know? Yeah, I, I, that's why I've never been a big fan of those myself. And I, like, I think we mentioned before, I had a, a uh, crazy person I worked with, two of them, I think, who kept saying this shit. And I'm just like, I can't hear this right now. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean, I do love conspiracies, but it is one of the hardest ones to listen to. It's like yeah. the Alex Jones thing. Maybe it's just because we've lived through it, but it's just like, I, it's insane. It doesn't make any sense. What do you mean, live through it? Oh, you mean it's happened through this time? Well, I mean, like, because we're both 33, like Columbine and all the other shootings. Like, those are things we're going to, oh, like, yeah. those are things that we remember happening. You know what I mean? It's not like some, uh, like, Pearl Harbor incident that's, like, way in the past. It's something. Yeah, okay, I gotcha. It's like if we were to have a conversation with someone who survived 
when JFK was shot, I wonder how they would feel about people talking about conspiracies about him getting killed. You know what I mean? I I mean, it's different, obviously, but... Yeah, the weird thing about the JFK one, a lot of them did believe, but that's way Uh, off off topic. Yeah, yeah. anyway. So a lot of the things for the mental health um, kind of go also on the internet and people who have this whole idea about being a targeted individual they have a whole internet community now to validate their beliefs which is kind of what i was getting into before when i was talking about internet communities the most important thing that they have not only is sympathetic ear but also someone to validate their beliefs and to keep them going to hear other people's stories you kind of like form this little bubble around yourself where only the things that you believe in like comes towards you so actually the psychiatrists and mental health people, they believe that these uh, internet communities aren't very good for the people afflicted with this problem because it creates an echo chamber that stops them maybe from finding help with whatever problem they might actually be suffering. Oh, that's a good point, actually. That's a very good point. I was going to yeah. say maybe these groups help them, I don't know, like... Their little community helps them maybe not feel so lonely or whatever, you know what I mean? Like build friendships that way, but I suppose it does kind of just keep feeding into their beliefs. Yeah, so one of the things I found, uh, I kind of, I I went looking for a few of them. I found one community that basically had like a list. It was a survival guide for people who were experiencing like this whole targeted um, harassment So here's some of the points that they had. Uh, Basically, so it was giving advice to deceive investigators. It was giving advice how to um, defy crafty therapists, uh, avoid the authorities' attempts to get them to seek mental health, and how to thwart um, their harassers, basically the people who were um, doing these horrible pranks to them. Wow. Okay. See, now that seems like a very bad idea. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was basically giving them um, advice on how to keep a, like, police officer or someone in authority from forcing you to go to a mental health institution or to seek out mental health. Wow, that's... Which uh, seems pretty dangerous. Yeah, I was going to say, that seems exceedingly dangerous. Jesus. See, I didn't even, I didn't think they were passing uh, passing around pamphlets and shit like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, this was kind of like an internet pamphlet. It was on a Google Docs that I found. But Oof, yeah, that's not good. I mean, could you imagine if someone who was a, like a future school shooter took this advice and was able to like thwart the authorities, like possibly catching them because he used this advice? You know, I mean that's that yeah, that's crazy. I mean, obviously that's hypothetical, but. Uh... I feel like if you are experiencing any symptoms of selective targeting or whatever, you should definitely seek a therapist and not just assume the therapist is out to get you as well. Yeah. The problem is a lot of them would think that the therapist was also working with the authorities. So, I mean, just like you said with that woman, she thought that every roadblock in her way was all some web working together. Yeah, just to get her. Just to get her. Yeah. The uh, I was just hearing about, I can't remember if it was a TV show or a podcast, they were talking about, I think, either working in like a, a mental health hospital or whatever, and like say they get a new patient, they, to get them to take their medication, they have to, like it takes like a few weeks for them to start taking it because they're so scared that they're being poisoned, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So now that I kind of went through all of the possible conspiracies, what do you think this all has to do with? Um, Okay, first off, I definitely think it has a lot to do with mental health. But uh, if if I'm going to put myself in the shoes that I actually believe this exists, it's going to be either the government doing it, but it's going to be only certain people. It's not going to be every Joe Schmo, 10,000 people or whatever. It's going to be like very small amount of them which is still very unlikely, and we're a corporation. I could definitely see a corporation doing, but I'm probably more paranoid about rich people than anything else in the world. Yeah, I definitely uh, I definitely do put all my, egg bas- all my eggs into the basket of mental health 
Hmm. Uh, not really, not really going for like, um, well, I mean, I would say I would put one egg in the basket of <laughs> it could all be <laughs> just for fun. It could all be like aliens just trying to like, you know, throw a ma- throw a lit match in the ant farm just to see what the ants do, you know, like so something like that. So, so it could be like the aliens are doing it like humans would be burning an ant mound with a magnifying glass. That's their version of it. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's more like it. <laughs> yeah. So you think I mean, those little shits are up in the sky laughing at us? Dude, I honestly, you know my theory about this. I think that we're all just in some big fucking zoo. But <laughs> I've like I've, the, I've, the world is too weird. <laughs> I've actually heard that theory that like we're kind of just their zoo or their like reality TV show. Oh yeah, that was South Park. We're in a reality TV I'm show. I'm pretty sure I've heard real people think that too. Yeah. I mean, if you really think about it, like look like nature always has it seems like humans are outside of like the earth you know like we're not part of the natural order to things like there's all of these little chains like well you know the lion eats the gazelle the gazelle eats the grass the grass lives off of the dead lion you know what i mean kind of like one of those deals and then there's a bunch of shit in between but we kind of live outside of everything you know Hmm. well that might be another episode then yeah, that could a, be. Possibly this, next week. It's got the stench of a conspiracy all over it. Well, that was great, Phil. I think we've learned a lot, and hopefully no none of our list, listeners ever have to experience uh, being targeted by whoever. But uh, if you are and you want to tell us about it, uh, where can they do that, Phil? They can go on uh, Instagram. The Subliminal Deception Podcast is on Instagram. And uh, I put a lot of things on there. I post about two times a week. So that's one place to go. They could also send us an email at subliminaldpodcast at gmail.com. And what else could they do for us, Cody? Well, they could um, stalk us on iTunes with a five-star review. (laughs) I guess that would be fantastic. Just uh, click that five stars, type in something it doesn't really matter what it is just as long as it's five stars and it'll help the show out because i know everybody's probably been enjoying it so um do that for us help us out a little bit so um we've been running a little long here so we better get out of here um i've been cody and i've been phil and we will see you next time bye guys